The Exxon Radio Show is heard on radio broadcast affiliates worldwide, including AM 580 CFRA in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, WPUL AM 1590 in Daytona Beach, Florida, KOHI AM 1610 in St. Helens, Oregon, KHRO AM 1150 in El Paso, Texas. And for more information on becoming a professional broadcast affiliate of the Exxon Radio Show, visit www.xzbn.net or call toll-free worldwide 1-800-610-7035. The X-Zone radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Can you see what my future's going to be? Can you see it all in your crystal ball? Have you got a dream for me? Fortune teller, is she free? Has she waited just for And welcome back, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, Star Cable, and ExxonTV.com. 1-800-610-7035 is toll-free worldwide. My email address is exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, TV at hotmail.com. And our website, www.exxon.com. RadioTV.com. My guest this hour is spiritual advisor and psychic to the stars, Ron Bard. Ron is a world-renowned psychic and spiritual advisor and the only psychic to ever be featured in Forbes. As chairman and founder of Psychic Media International, Ron has found his calling in life as an advisor to some of the richest and most powerful people around the world. His clientele is the envy of his peers. They range from powerful CEOs of America and uh, Japanese conglomerates to Hollywood celebrities, including Brad Pitt. The amazing part of his story is that Ron was homeless at the age of 15, living in hallways under steps trying to keep warm in the New York winter chill. Many believe his experiences in life molded him into the person he has become, which explains why Ron is so giving to so many. Ron Bart has taken his gift and used it to find missing children. 
He's worked with top law enforcement agencies in the Unabomber case and is considered a trusted source in many complex cases today. Joining me is Ron Barden. Ron, welcome to the X-Zone. Uh, Rob, thanks for having me, having, having me today. It's great, really having, it. it's great having you, uh, Ron. Uh, tell me, uh, growing up in the city of New York at the age of 15, homeless, did you, ever, did you ever think that you would be where you are today, talking to the people that you talk to and, and touching so many lives in a positive way? Well, first of all, I never thought I'd be talking to you, <laughs> that's for sure. And... Um, you know, it does. It blows my mind. I mean, I remember, you know, wrapping newspapers around my legs to stay warm and begging for quarters and people coming by and kicking you and spitting at you. And, you know, I, I, I thought of that not too long ago. I was in a prime minister's office and I kind of had a flashback and I remember those days and I kind of got a good chuckle out of it. I go, here's this guy asking me about his country. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, not too long ago, I was begging for 40 cents. Well, remember, that's how old I am. When pizza was 40 cents a slice. So it's kind of crazy. Ron, why do, you, why do you think people are so mean and so, so just downright unhuman towards people who just aren't as fortunate as they are at that time? Well, I think that people... It kind of, in a weird way, it kind of empowers them to do so. Uh, that's what that's what I think. Ron's, you know, they feel you know more powerful yeah. and above everybody else. Well, they're legends in their own mind. Listen, yeah. Ron, you and I have to take a two-minute <laughs> commercial break. Please stand by. Exonation. Ron Bard is our special guest. Two websites: www.thechannelchannel.com and www.ronbard.com. That's R-O-N-B-A-R-D.com. And uh, Ron and I will be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break from right here in the X-Zone with yours truly, Rob McConnell. Don't go away. Nation, Ron Bard is our special guest. Here's a couple of websites, www.thechannelchannel.com and www.ronbard.com. Ron, why do some of the world's most powerful and influential people turn to you for advice? Why not? No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> 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 no, I... Uh... <laughs> sorry, man. Don't, don't be, don't I be sorry. I can't help, but I love, I love to... I love to uh... I love to laugh. <laughs> so do I. Love to make people laugh. So, um, you know, I, I think that people, you know, really um, that are very powerful, very wealthy, 
um, if you associate the two together, mm-hmm. or influential people turn to advice, as as actually like the common what we would call the common person, you know, in this conversation, um, you want confirmation that you're you know you're headed in the right direction, you know, not necessarily that I'm going to tell you, you know, hey, you got to do this, 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 or, or this is going to happen, or you know, but it's it's mostly um, confirmation and insight um, to what's going to happen. So let's say, Rob, let's say you got a contract tomorrow to do a voiceover right. for a Disney flick. Yep. And then three months before I said, hey, Rob, you're going to get this Disney flick coming to you, you know, but this guy's name, Carl Schmidt, is going to mess up your contract. Mm-hmm. So when you when you go down to Disney and Carl Schmidt's sitting there and he's picking his nose or whatever and you're gonna go, Oh no, this is the guy that Ron was talking about. And you know, you're gonna be more careful on, on how to handle the situation. So it's really more for confirmation and you know, and also in order not to miss windows of opportunity. You know, so many people in life because I believe everybody has psychic mm-hmm. ability. And so many people don't listen to themselves. And I, and I guarantee that's every single person that's listening. They don't listen to themselves, and they end up kicking themselves in the rear. They go, oh, I should have listened to myself. And it's, you know, like I said, again, it's confirmation, and, and it's also to not miss um, windows of opportunity. On the other hand, on an even more serious note, if you would have come to me and said, and I said, hey, Rob, look, I see a small growth on your colon, mm-hmm. right? And it's something you weren't aware of. I mean, unless, you know, you're kinky or something, you know, you would know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you, if you're oh, a little kinky, God. you may notice a little bit of growth. Somebody, somebody passed me a fork. I've got to poke my eye out with that one. <laughs> So let's say, you know, Uh the small growth, you don't see it. I pointed out, you go to the doctor, he goes, oh, wow, thank you, know, thank God you came. And, you know, we we catch this growth at an early stage. Or, you know, I see one of the kids, they're out, they're riding their Mm -hmm. bicycle. I see a blue van, you know, snatch one of the kids up. You know, it's something you need to keep your eyes open for. How can and, you know that's why, Ron? How can someone turn on their their full psychic potential or their psychic abilities? Are there certain exercises, or is it just a matter of being aware and listening to your inner self? Well, jumping jacks and squat throws usually do it. Uh, that's what I've been doing no. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Only kidding. But um, really, the um, the way we could really advance ourselves and our psychic abilities is, man, just take a deep breath, look inside ourselves, and the answers are going to be there every time. It's a matter of just trusting what we're feeling, whether it comes from a voice inside your head, Mm -hmm. whether it comes through you're staring at something and you're seeing something visual, now, Bob, I'm not talking about watching a hot chick walking down the street and you do a 360. I, I can't you do know, that I'm anymore. Just, My wife won't let me. 
Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> God bless you now. But, you know, that kind of thing. In other words, follow what, you know, the gifts God gave you. Follow the senses. You know, so many of us, you know, we, we you know, we, we see things that are so obvious and then we go, oh, you know, I should have this or mm-hmm. I should have that. So the idea is just, you know, open up, follow your senses, um, you know, look at people, you know, a little bit more closely and, you know, the answers are going to come to you. And, you know, the idea is to follow and trust those answers. You know, it's like you, for example. You know, you know your career, you know, although you're a famous disc jockey and you're out there and you're global, um, you know, I see so much more potential and growth in the media business, especially the alternative media space, that you'll see there's going to be opportunities coming in the next six months. And you may be feeling that. And, you know, you need to mm-hmm. go and follow those feelings. That's the most important thing. So so the old saying where, where, where people used to say, follow your heart, does that still right. apply in today's society, Ron? Um, heart, I don't know, because people have been a little more jaded these days. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, follow your, follow your gut. That's a little bit more like it. And uh, yeah, you follow your follow your gut, follow your heart, or or or, or follow what you're going to follow. But sure. follow it, and you're going to be right nine out of ten times. Is that the and gut the, feeling we get? What some people call um, what's the what's the word they use? Uh, coincidence? No, not coincidence, but. Um, Oh, the, the gut feeling. You know, you, like you get that feeling something is wrong or you look at the phone, you're thinking about one of your children, you get that phone call and there's something wrong. Is this part of the psychic ability that we sometimes use? Yes, yes, that's exactly, that's exactly correct. You know, you, you just pay attention mm. and then you're going to have prophetic things happen to you. You are going to prophesize. Everyone has spirit guides around them. And without it sounding hokey, because sometimes people, you know, they go, ah, it's a bunch of, you know, who yeah. But, you know, if you if you follow <clears throat> the different senses and voices around you, you know, and listen to the voices around you, and once you get over the part where you think you're losing your mind, those voices are going to start making sense because they're going to be prophetic. They're going to tell you that phone's going to ring and it's, something's wrong with the kids. And, and boom, there you are. You're right. You know, so you just got to, again, just follow all your senses. And, you know, the, I always find whenever I'm sensing something, whether I'm working on a murder case or a missing kid, I take a deep breath in my nose and out my mouth a few times. I close my eyes. I visualize I work with photographs, so I'll touch a photograph and I'll, you know, breathe in through my mm-hmm. nose and out through my mouth. And all of a sudden, you know, through my fingertips, I start to feel um, different vibrations. And then over time, we learn what, what that means, what the interpretation means. You get what I mean? I sure do. You, you I mean, has that happened to you, Bob? Uh, I, I used to be a cop. And and when I was a cop, I would get these. That's a per. That's a down. Great. That's a perfect example. You yeah. know, I I used to get I used to get these gut feelings or this 
this intuitive sense about a person that I was talking to or a vehicle that would go by and I'd decide to roll the reds and pull the vehicle over. My partner would say, what are you doing this for? I said, I've got it. There's something wrong. I just have to check it out. And like you said, nine times out of ten, bingo, those gut feelings are right. So, you, so you're the one that got me that time. Yeah, and I'm sorry about that, but you should have I been I just speaking. got out, dude. You know, I'm sorry. It's cool. <laughs> Listen, you've talked to hundreds of CEOs and government officials around the world, Ron. Where do you see the economy going? Oh, man. You know, unless it's not going well, you know, and as much as it may look like it's turning around and the stocks are whatever, it's not going well. And I think if we keep going down this road in three to five years, we're going to look like a third world nation. And I'm going to tell you why. Unless we start becoming an industrial country instead of a consuming country, we're dead meat. And, you know, you even go to Japan, it's like, yeah. I'm in Japan, you know, probably six months out of the year. And they're waking up. They're going, hey, you know, we're not industrial anymore. Because after the war, what they did was, like, even for those toothpicks, everybody had their own business. No matter what it was, they did it by themselves. So they're making toothpicks or napkins or whatever they were doing, they did it. And they were an industrial nation. And now they're, now you don't see anything really made in Japan anymore. Now everything's made in Malaysia or Vietnam. And, you know, that's why the Japanese bubble burst, and that's why the Japanese um, economy went to the crapper, because they, 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 they followed America, and now they're not an industrial nation really anymore like they once were. <clears throat> so if we don't become a made in America mm-hmm. and made by Americans anymore, and we're, and we're as consumers, if we don't support that anymore, because you know so many people are driving Toyotas and you know so on and yeah. so forth, and then they're complaining why you know their their brothers are out of jobs. You know what I mean? So until this country starts turning around and becomes more of an industrial nation like it once was, where we're in the crapper. And I'm not talking about, you know, inventing, you know, another technology for a website. You know, I'm talking about, you know, the you know, the manufacturing of goods. Sure. For Americans, by Americans. I mean, don't, don't you agree? I, I certainly do. And uh, you and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Please stand by. Exonation, our special guest this hour is the one and only Ron Bard. Here's a couple of websites, www.thechannelchannel.com and www.ronbard.com. Ron and I return on the other side of this break with the news. Don't go away. You're listening to the X Zone Radio Show live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network. 
Zone Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, and Star Cable. Our toll-free telephone number worldwide is 1-800-610-7035. Our email address, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. Exonation, uh, uh, Ron Bart is our special guest. www.thechannelchannel.com and www.ronbard.com. Tell me, Ron, as as a very gifted psychic and somebody who's tuned into the spiritual realm, do you have a hard time turning it off? Uh, like, for example, when you're with your family or friends and you're in a busy place, how do you turn it off? How do you turn your gift off, your ability? You, you, you really don't. It's it's like every time you walk someone, walk by someone, you you see um, in a split second's time, you see from the time they're born until the time they die. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it just takes that, you know, when you're doing a half-hour session, for example, right. you know, it takes you that long to... Um, you know, uh, articulate what you're feeling, you know. Like, I went on a thing once where Japanese TV were doing a thing in a haunted house, and they went there, and then they, you know, all of a sudden you heard, like, a snap. And I'm like, that was pretty loud. I'm like, I thought maybe someone tried to hold one in, you know. I thought mm-hmm. they were passing a little wind. And it made, like, a snapping noise. And I'm like, you gotta, you gotta slow that down. And they, they slowed it down, and the voice went, "Get out!" I was like, "Whoa!" But no, you never, you never, ever, ever, ever turn it off. The only thing is, though, you, it's difficult to read for yourself. You know, when I used to go to bars, I mean, I'm married now, but I used to go to bars. And then, you know, you look around and then you're doing all, you know, you feel all these readings for all these different people. And then, you know, you then you would say, well, I, you know, you get a feeling like, oh, I could beat that girl. Hey, I got more slaps across the face, you know, <laughs> with my sagging ability than you could shake a stick at. You know, so it's, it's crazy. But, you know, this, um, it's, you know, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. But, you know, no, the answer is no, you can never turn it off. Uh, I was at an airport once, and my doctor gave me a medication. I'll never forget this. And it would have been a great reality show. And I, and I, I, um, 
yeah, I took the medication, and about 15 minutes later, I saw this beautiful lady walking by. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, there I go. You know, I'm, like, headed off after her. And I went into the, uh, you know, the, the airport bar. I think it was, like, Cheers or one of those airport bars. And, um, you know, I'm sitting, I'm sitting, you know, I paid the, the waitress $50 to let me sit next to her. So, I'm, you know, I'm sitting next to her, and I start to read her, and I'm, telling her how she was going home, and unfortunately, she was getting married. But, you know, I mean, it was fortunate for her anyway, but unfortunate for me. And, you know, then I'd read her for about 10 minutes, and then the next person would overhear it, and, you know, I'd be reading them, and then the next one, you'd be reading them. But, no, the answer is no. You can never turn it off. There is never any really lying down time. You can't turn it off and... You know, I don't know, maybe in a way, nor nor would I really want to. Mm-hmm. You know, there's times when I find where I'll go to a party yeah. and people be like, well, what do you do? I mean, I could easily say I'm a plumber, yes. right? But I don't, I'm all of a sudden, no, I'm a plumber, psychic, you know, nah. and, you know, it, it, it's, you know, it's it's fun as well. So it's uh, it's good and bad. It's It's, you know, it's hard when you... You're talking to someone and you feel they don't have much time left. And then you have to make a judgment call whether to, you know, relay that information. So that's the only time it's really tough that you can't turn it off. So how do you deal with that? You know, if somebody comes to you looking for guidance and and using the abilities that you've been able to tune and, and fine-tune and retune, you realize that this person here that's sitting in front of you doesn't have much more time on this plane, this reality. How do you how do you deal with it? Um, are, do you do you just tell them, listen, I've got some good news and some bad news. The good news is the reading's going to continue, but the bad news is you're not going to be around that much longer. Um, I usually say you better take care of your shit quicker than in a hurry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, excuse my language. Um, I usually tell people you got to take care of your stuff quick and in a hurry. You got to give people enough time to make peace with the people around them. So many people, you know, I, I always hear this in a reading. I always hear people complaining that their parents hit them or their parents were mean to them. And I, I guess I always thought my father never slapped me hard enough. Maybe that was my problem. But, um, you know, these people are always complaining about you know, how hard their lives are. And, and you know, and, I, and I, I think that when they don't have much time left, I I always say to them, I mean, you know, if you take your if you take your index finger, like, go ahead, if you, if you could do it with me. Take your index finger mm-hmm. and then, you know, bend it three or four times. Okay? Okay. You got it? Yeah. Uh, how many millions of people can't do that? So it's a blessing, right? Yeah. So how many people never count their blessings? And they, you know, they never get a chance to really thank the people yeah. that really help them. It's like I'll, I'll hand them a lighter and I'll go, you know, take this, take this lighter, and you know, imagine that I told you to go find me a red lighter, and it took you three weeks to find it, and then you got to, you know, then you hand it to me, and then I put it down, and I go, oh yeah, and the weather is this, that, and you know, and 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 and. I'd say, what would you think of me? I mean, what would you think of me if that happened in, in your case? You'd say, what would you think? I'd, I'd think that you really didn't care. 
He didn't care, or I was an ungrateful yeah. fat guy. I mean, he'd be like, "Out of you, say this guy's out of control." But then I stop and go, "Well, who fed you when you were a kid? Like, who fed you when you were a kid?" My mom and dad. Okay, and who bought you toys? My mom and dad. And who gave you school clothes? My mom and dad. And who did, you know, everything possible when you were sick, and who cried when you were sick? My mom and dad. And let me ask you a question. Sure. When was the last, when was the last time you thanked them? Yesterday. Well, there you go. How many people can say that? How many people can honestly say that? So the answer to your original question, right, mm-hmm. is that you give people enough time to make peace with people around them. And that's what they should be happy for. You, because you, that, they're going to cross over anyway. Right. You touched and gonna, briefly. And they realize that. You, you touched briefly a few minutes ago uh, uh, about ghosts, and, and I'd like to ask you, you know, what's your opinion about all these ghost and paranormal shows that are on TV these days? Are they a positive um, or negative to, influence? To me, I, mean, I got to laugh. I mean, they always got some, some woman or some guy. They're standing by a tombstone, and they got smoke, and, you know... Um. I mean, I mean, the production is ridiculous. You know, I mean, I've been on real cases. And it's like, I never stood by a tombstone with smoke blowing by me. I mean, I might have been blowing smoke from my cigarette. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. I think, you know, they're overproduced, and most of them are ridiculous. And yeah, so, they really yeah. are. So, they, you know, I, I think it doesn't, you know, I don't know if it casts good or bad. I mean, people that believe, believe, and people that don't, don't. All right, so, so, how it's produced. So tell me, how do you deal with skeptics and or non-believers? Um, well, I, I'm, in a way, I'm happy that they're skeptics because, you know, you can't read them all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's not enough time in the day. But, you know, I, I let people believe in what they want to believe in. Usually skeptics are my best clients because they always come back. Every single time, and usually the celebrities, especially, you know, and uh, most of the celebrities that I do do readings for, I pick their scripts and you know all that kind of stuff. And it's but it started out with, hey, you're full of crap, you know, you know, you're full of it, blah 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 blah. And um, you know, then all of a sudden, you know, nine out of ten things happen and and they come back. So you know, you just you. you you, you let people believe what they want to believe, and, the, and you just show them what you can do if you care to mm-hmm. do so. And um, you, you make believers out of them. Besides you Brad know. Pitt, who, uh, what other famous celebrities have you done readings for? Um, well, I'm really not allowed to drop names, but you know, I've done you know, obviously Kelsey Grammer. Mm, the really? partners on the social website, the uh, www. the channel channel is a social network, right? For you know all kinds of people that that like that content, you know. So it's a lot of fun, a lot of fun stuff there. Um, yeah, you, you name them. I probably you probably I've probably done them. It's it's kind of too. It, it's it's kind of like being a doctor or a priest. It's not it's not nice to drop names. You know, the reason why, you know, when Brad was mentioned, I mean, it was in every tabloid in in the world two weeks ago. Well, it just goes to show me that you're a very ethical person, and I appreciate that. 
Well, thank you very much. You know, I, I mean, I can drop names from here to tomorrow, and uh, the only two that, that, that were mentioned were, you know, really great people, and they, they care less. I mean, you know. Well, still, I, I, I respect your, uh, your professionalism. Uh, Ron, the, 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 the year 2012, December 21st, 2012, is getting a lot of media attention and a lot of hype and is really hot on the Internet. I was wondering if you could give me your interpretation of, of the significance, if any, of that date. Will it be the end of the world? I, I, I hope to have the same conversation with you in in 2012 because I think it's going to be like everything. You know, it's going to be nothing. I feel nothing will happen. I the only the only the only thing that will happen is, you know, my wife will make me take off and you know take up another few sets of garbage, <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> Maybe walk the dog a few more times. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. Some things no, never I change, mean, no matter if it's Y2K or the end of the world, right? Still have to exactly. take that garbage out and walk the dog. Exactly. Get the, you, know, sometimes, you know what's weird? Mm. You know, sometimes I'll get off the phone, it'll be the head of one of the biggest, um, you know, like, you know, President of Sag or, um, you know, one of these big conglomerates. And, you know, I'm, you know I get all hyped, you know, I get all juiced up, and then some actor will call and, one of these other actors will come knocking on my door, and you know, I you know, I get all hyped up, and then you know, all of a sudden, my wife comes in at the end of the night and bursts my bubble and goes, "Well, you got to take the garbage out." Like, oh, <laughs> oh, you know, reality sets in with everybody, I guess. Yeah, reality. But you know, twenty twenty twelve. You know, I hope to fill a few more garbage bills. I hope things go well. You know. Yeah. Somebody once asked me, how do you spell reality? And I said, W-I-F-E. <laughs> and then what is, what is this? What is this what, how do you, and, and what is the significance of? What is the significance? Y-S-E. What does that stand for? Uh, I, I don't know. Yes. Did you say Y-E-S or Y? S-E. I, I'm sorry, I thought you said Y-E-S. Uh, Y-S-E, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I was going to go, what is that? I'm like, he's, he's laying off some supernatural talk to me, man. So, but, it, you know, it's it's it's, it's just weird. It's, this whole 12-20 bit, yeah. I think it's a bunch of crap. I think it's a bunch of nonsense. We'll be all doing the same thing with the same, you know... You know, but I do feel there is going to be another terrorist attack, and my biggest fear is it's going to happen in a, in a school, oh no, an elementary school. And I'm trying to put my finger on it, but I just haven't been able to do it as of yet. Ron, were you able to get any impressions of the of the attacks on 9/11? Well, I was published in a book. It was called Psychic Yellow Pages by Dr. Hans Tolzer, who's written 140 books on psychics. Had the pleasure of having him on the show a couple of times. Well, I'm sorry? I said I've had the pleasure of having uh, Dr. Holzer on the show a number of times. Well, yeah, doc, he's passed away. Yep. I don't know if you know yep. that. Yes, I did, yeah. And uh, Dr. Holzer, you know, and I worked together on a lot of projects. 
and what you know when I first started doing readings, it's the funniest thing. I found my gift. If I got a couple of seconds, to tell the why story. don't we do this? We're going to take a commercial break, and this way here, I'll be able to give you a couple of minutes when we come back. Ron, great talking to you. Exo Nation, our special guest this hour is the one and only Ron Bard, www.thechannelchannel.com, and of course, www.ronbard.com. Ron and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break as we do our wrap up for tonight, Monday, August the 9th, in the year 2012, here in the Exxon on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon Broadcast Network. UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, Star Cable, and TV.com. And welcome back, everyone. Ron Bard is our special guest. Here's a couple of websites, www.thechannelchannel.com and ronbard.com. First of all, Ron, a great pleasure talking to you, and I look forward to the a next time you and I meet you, here man. in the X-Zone. And uh, before we went to the break, Ron, we were talking about uh, you working with Dr. Hans Holzer, a man I have a, I have enormous respect for. And... Um, how did you how did you develop your psychic uh, uh, ability, or how did you know that you had gained? I, I, it's it's a cool story. I got, I got out of the army. Mm-hmm. A quick story. I got five, I had five hundred bucks. I was an MP in Germany, and my mom was already a famous psychic. Her name was Yolanda, and Hans used to quote her as the queen of psychics. So anything you see Hans write, he'll always refer to her as the queen of psychics. Anyway, um, I'm, I, I have 500 bucks left. I decide I get out of the army. I buy this Cadillac four door, and I'm hustling rides and I'm driving around guys like Ron Perlman, Diane von Furstenberg, uh, Barry Diller, and you know all these kind of people. By the way, that last song I was doing a little like you know head banging. I almost cut my head. That was a great song. So anyway, you know I'm sitting there and you know. I'm driving this woman who's 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 uh, uh, whose grandfather or father. She was old as dust, <laughs> and you know she, um, you know, like really square. And I'm I'm uh, her her grandfather or father supposedly had the patent on the paper bag or some crazy thing like that. And I'm driving by St. Patrick's Cathedral, and I see this other guy that I remember when I was homeless. So I stopped the car. I jumped out. Hey, how you doing? Uh, and all of a sudden, these two old ladies are in the back seat screaming, Arr! So I said, oh, shit, I got to go. So I go into the, uh, I go into the, um, uh, the car, and I start to pull off the curb, and I get cut off, and the New Yorker in me got the best of me. 
mm-hmm. up up went the uh, the hand signals yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know all the uh, the accoutrements and the vocals that went with that. And all of a sudden, I I I I, I kind of like looked in the back seat, and the women were gone, and the doors were open. So I, I said, I got to go to my mom's house. I go to my mom's house. She's doing readings. She says, go, you know, go inside, relax. If the doorbell rings, let the client in, offer him coffee, and shut up. So I said, okay. So, um, and she said, don't be a horse's patoot. That was a famous word. We got about 60 seconds wrong. All right, so at the end of the day, she says, tell me something, tell me something, tell me something. And I said, tell you what. I said, your husband got a new blue uniform. And it turned out it was a wise guy's wife who turned himself in to do a bid. So I went to go see... Holzer, who she sent over, and the first prediction I made with Holzer was the World Trade Center. Years later, because I only got a paragraph in the book, so they thought it was the first World Trade Center. So years later, I saw Hans, and he goes, remember this. And he slid the folder across the desk, and it was I talked about all the airplanes and all that stuff. And I go, wow, I didn't even remember that. So he goes, wow, cool, thanks. Ron, you and I, I, we've just run out of time, Ron. I wish we had more time, but we will bring you back on because you and I still have so much to talk about. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. Continued success, and uh, don't lose that. Don't lose your sense of humor. I love it. Try not to. And listen, thank you so, so much. And I look forward to your great success and seeing you in front of the camera and God bless you and yours. God bless you too, Ron. Ron Bard has been my guest this hour exonation www.thechannelchannel.com and ronbard.com. We'll be back tomorrow night everyone. Take care. Good night now. <laughs>